0: In this week's Pasha, we read about the miracle of Chrysiyamsev. And we are reminded of the famous Gemara Mesechta Saita. To match up singles is as difficult as splitting of the sea. So what is the connection between marriage and Chrysiyamsev? True, the process of finding and maintaining a life partner may be challenging and difficult, perhaps nothing short of a miracle. But why of all miracles described in the Torah, does the Gemara choose specifically the miracle of Kriyasi Yamsuf to capture the process of Shalom in a marriage? So let's analyze the definition of Shalom. Someone once said, Shalom, buy it. You want Shalom, you'll have to buy it. So how do we define Shalom? Is Shalom the absence of Machleikas? A lack of dissension and quarrels between individuals? Or is Shalom an entity on its own? So on the surface it would appear that in an instance when there are no disagreements or differences between people we would then call it Shalom. However, we find in the Gemara Adam Yivamas, Amar Isha, any man who is not married, the Gemara lists some of the things that he's missing out in life. Shari Beloi simcha, he's living a life bereft of joy, Beloi bracha, without blessings, Beloi toiva, Beloi shalom, without peace. So simcha, bracha, and toiva, those midoys are understandable. A man can't realize those characteristics if he's not married. But the Gemara says that a man who is unmarried is living without shalom. That is strange. It would seem that quite on the contrary, marriage is an opportunity for dispute. The one thing a person who is living alone has is peace and harmony. They say two people, three opinions. But here, there's only one opinion in the house. No fight over the recliner or the thermostat or the in-laws. So why does the Gemara say that one who is not married doesn't live in shalom? How does marriage create shalom? Sir Moshe Shapiro Zatzal offers an incredible answer which gives us a tremendous fundamental insight into the Midah of Shalom. He says, just not having disputes, that does not create Shalom. If a person is alone and there's no one to fight with, that is not a Midah of Shalom. It is an existence of Shalom. It's Shalom by default. There isn't a Metzis of Shalom. There's an absence of conflict. Just being in a battle-free zone is not the paradigm of shalom. That is not what we are looking for and how to define the ultimate midah of shalom. The epitome of shalom is possible only when two people are married. Now there are two opinions in the house. They emanate from two different backgrounds with different perspectives, with different mindsets, different viewpoints. And despite all that, still come to an agreement and live in harmony and with respect for each other. That is the ultimate example of shalom. Living alone and not fighting with the four walls, that is not called shalom. Marriage is about giving and self-sacrifice. It's learning how to sacrifice your comforts to accommodate your spouse. If you're hot and uncomfortable, but your wife is cold, you turn off the AC. She wants you to take her to her second cousin's wedding in Monsi and you drive her and even go in and pretend that you're happy to be there. That is a creation of shalom. The Gemara says, The Yamsuf is teaching us the same idea. Before it split, it existed as one entity. There was no opportunity for conflict. But then Chazal say that the Yamsuf was asked to split into 12 lanes. And now there was potential for friction and dissension. But the sea sacrificed of itself to serve and help others. Being flexible, yielding, and giving in when there's conflict, that is the ultimate symbol of a happy marriage. Rav Desla says, the Hebrew word for love is ahava. The etymology of the word ahava is have to give. A healthy marriage is based on giving. If one goes into a marriage thinking how much they can get out of this relationship, or what can my spouse do for me, that marriage is doomed to fail. Marriage is about giving, not taking. One who lives alone hardly has any opportunities for giving. Therefore, one who is not married is living without the ultimate midah of Shalom. However, living in a marriage where there's understanding between husband and wife, and it's a relationship built on giving and self-sacrifice, that's the ultimate symbol of Shalom. Speaking of Shalom bais, I just heard an incredible story that occurred this week. There was a couple from the tri-state area that had Shalom bais issues. And they went to their Rav to discuss it. The Rav suggested that the husband go and speak with the god Lahadar, Rav Shmuel Kamenetsky. So he gets an appointment for this past Sunday at 5 p.m. He drives down to Philadelphia and arrives at his home at precisely 5 p.m. And Rav Shmuel welcomes him into his house. And then abruptly he asks him, Would you mind driving me to the hospital? I must visit somebody and we can talk in the car. And he says, sure, it would be my honor to drive the Rosh Shiva to the hospital. So they get into the car, and they have the conversation on the way to the hospital. When they arrive at the hospital, Rav Shmuel tells them, I have to run in and visit somebody here. If you don't mind waiting, I'll be happy to continue the conversation with you when I come back down. Rav Shmuel comes back an hour later and says, I apologize that it took me so long, but I got a call that my wife only has moments left. So I went to say goodbye. Then he said, Now that my chiyah for Shalom Ba'is is ending, let's continue talking about your Shalom Ba'is. Truly incredible! Rabbi Shmuel is not only a gadol but also a gadol b'cheset. His wife is laying on her deathbed, and he has the presence of mind and the sensitivity to be concerned with the troubles of another yid. Bekasha is Rabbi Shmuel understood that when the issue pertains to Shombai's, when it comes to saving a marriage, you need to display the ultimate self sacrifice, just like the Yiddin by Chris Yamsov. And now, we know. Have a wonderful Shabbos.